And now, an Envision Financial podcast with Luke Smith on Canberra's 2CC. Speak of the devil. You just heard about Luke Smith from Envision Financial and how he's going to tell you all about how people can get rid of their debts and cash flow problems in 2023. And just like magic, there he is in the studio right in front of me. I've been called a lot worse than the devil, but you know, <laughs> it is that's, Friday afternoon, so let's run with it. <laughs> no, well, no speaking of the devil, that's just an old expression. Oh, no, I love you, it. you know I love what it. that is. It was, it was, hey, look, every day I start the program by saying, How the devil are you? So well, it's like. That's right. It was great timing, actually. It led us right in from the ad break. It couldn't have been laid out any better. In, indeed, indeed, <laughs> indeed. As I just mentioned, you're here to tell us all about how people can get rid of their debts and cash flow payments. Look, I'll tell you what, just don't pay them. Well, that's an option. Um, generally, doesn't end well. And no, there's, no, there's normally some tears involved. But yeah, it's it do, well. I gotta, I gotta say that's rather like these um, convoy for freedom type sovereign citizen type cooker people. Uh, yet another one has been videoed by his own passenger in the car having an argument with a police officer trying to give him a ticket for driving without a license. And he said, "I don't need a license. I don't know. And if you're going to drive your car home from here, I need to give you a permit. I don't need a permit. I don't need a." <laughs> Yeah, I'm going to just let that one go through to the keeper because there's things going on in the world at the moment that I can't get my brain around. So uh, it's, it's it's all crazy. It's it is absolute craziness. Anyway, so is. I, you know, it's, this is a good question because yeah. after Christmas, as you said in the promo, yeah. uh, you might find yourself looking at a few unexpected debts. You might have spent a little bit more on the credit card than you planned to. There yep. might be all sorts of things. You might have a few more bills coming in than you were expecting. So yeah. what can you do about it? Yeah, look, it's it's I guess an opportune time for people to sit down. We've got new calendar year. People are back at work. You get into new routines and as you said before you know the credit card bills are rolling in and life is expensive Mm. everybody acknowledges that and getting more expensive as we go yeah there are huge issues in relation to mortgages rising interest rates um, where could that go depends what you read it could be five more could be one more could stay Mm. flat um but inflation's still above it's almost eight percent now correct yeah it's bonkers so i think you know we need to see uh fixed mortgages roll out to variable see the impact on people's cash flow and, and slowing of spending with that because there's still circa 30 40% of the housing market in a fixed rate loan. Yes. Now, that's a huge amount of debt that hasn't been impacted by the rate rises we've seen over the last 12 months. Yet. Correct. Because they're about to go off a cliff, aren't they? Well, and if well you, that's, that's the debt cliff that we keep hearing about in the headlines. Yeah, because a lot of people, if you think about that, you, know, you talk about how do I address my debts, and that, I guess let's, let's start there. If you're fixed, you should be saving with everything you have because you're probably going to come off 2.1, 1.99, 2.2, 2.3 to mid to late fives. Yeah. And that is a huge jump. And one of the things I've put in here is obviously review proactively the rates that you have. Yes. That could be calling your existing provider. That could be shopping that around online. That could be getting a mortgage broker involved to do a lot of that legwork for you. And the benefit of doing something like that is that mortgage brokers know and understand the appetite each lender has. So you might say, oh, well, I think my situation looks good because of A, B, and C, and I'm going to go to this bank, this bank, this bank. Now, if you haven't done the paperwork to change your mortgage recently, sit down, have a stiff drink, and get ready for some pain because it is an onerous task with what the bank is asking for now to be able to make an assessment of your situation. So if you're going to use a broker, 
save the legwork, save the time, because they will know, oh, you're in that industry, you do this, and here's your financial situation. That deal will be fine at NAB, but CBA won't like it. Macquarie will do that one, but ANZ, no, they don't, they don't do that sort of loan. You've bought a farm, this bank will do it. You've bought this. You've bought a unit in Queensland where the postcode is under duress, well, you're going to need to kick in more as a deposit. So there's a lot going on that your average consumer doesn't understand. And there's a lot to consider when refinancing something, but you should be doing it now and do it early because the sooner you can get in front of it, the sooner you can save two, three, four, five hundred bucks a month, the faster you can get on the road to either recovery or sustainability. And, and people shouldn't leave it until it's too late. Don't sit at home and be proud. Don't sit at home and say, oh, I can grind through it. That nothing good comes from that. Okay. If you need some help, ask for it. Go to your parents, go to your partner, go to a colleague, get a professional involved, but be proactive and do it sooner rather than later. Another way of coming at that same lending situation is if you're paying principal and interest on an investment property and you now have to start throwing some money at it to cover the difference between interest and rent, think about going interest only because that will reduce the minimum cash flow payment that the bank takes and you may be able to get your investment property to the point where if your payment has come down, the rent will cover that and it'll be neutrally geared where rent covers interest because you've gone from principal and interest to interest only. Interest only is not a dirty word, okay? Because you have the ability to put an offset account on an interest only loan so that if you do happen to see $100,000 fall out of the sky, into your hot little hand, you can put that into the offset account and pay down an interest-only loan so that the old thinking of, you know, mum and dad's generation, oh, interest-only, you only ever pay the interest. Lending has evolved so much in the last 20, 30 years that an offset account with an interest-only loan is a great way of paying it off quickly, but limiting the amount the bank wants to take from your bank account. So think about the structure of your loan. Also think about the security, if you're trying to get a better rate, go to your broker and say, hey, what if I put this house in a security so that my loan to value ratio is better? Sometimes if you have a better loan to value ratio, which is the value of the asset compared to the level of debt you maintain. Yes. So you've got a million dollar house with a $500,000 loan, that's a loan to value ratio of 50%. The lower the loan to value ratio, potentially, the better rate a mortgage broker could be able to get you when they're negotiating terms on your behalf. So think about the security that you're putting forwards. If you do have a loan, you've got a new loan, your loan's been in force for 12 months or more, ask your broker to to, to request a loan reduction. Okay, so I personally had this the other day. My broker, proactive, great, says to me, oh, you've bought this asset, that's been in place for 12 months, let's go for a rate review. It dropped 0.6. Okay. 0.6, and all he did was ask. Yeah. Same provider, same loan, same asset, 0.6 reduction. If you don't ask, you don't get. Yeah, well, and that's quite astounding given that you're expecting rates to go the other way, aren't you? Yeah. Well, again, if they keep going up, <laughs> let's bring down what they're coming up from. Yes. You know, so, um, yeah, ask your broker to ask for a, 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 a loan review or whatever they call it technically. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so the, the, they're the go-tos for me in relation to home loans. As we mentioned before, you know, at the start of the show, if the credit card is maxed out, think about getting money out of your offset account to pay that loan out. Yes. You're then effectively transferring a credit card debt into a home loan debt. 
because you've taken money out of the offset account, better way to reduce the net interest that you incur, or think about rolling it to an interest-free card. You might be able to do that for six or 12 months and then actively pay down that card because trying to get in front of 19, 20% interest on a credit card is, is almost impossible That's unless you have going, amazing cash flow. Exactly. So heavy going. find something that has a lower rate and try and get that lower rate to pay out the credit card. It could be that you go back to the broker again and say, right, can we consolidate some debts? They may or may not let you do that. So it's important to always think, where can I get access to money at the lowest possible interest rate? And am I able to use one of the functions that are you know there for me to pay off some of the higher interest rates you know car leases is another one when cash flow comes under pressure car lease on top of a mortgage on top of a negatively geared property that could start to get the better of you as well so if you think about paying out the car with money from an offset account for example then you can bring down the cost of owning that vehicle so if you've got a $50,000 lease, it might cost you $1,250 a month. If you took the money out of your offset account, paid down the car lease, you've just saved $1,250. Getting rid of car leases is great for cash flow because the percentage, when you look at the pay, the ongoing payment against the value of the debt, because they're generally three, four, five years, it's a very, very high payment for a very short time frame. So if you can use money in an offset account and, again, effectively transfer that liability from the lease company to your home, you will be able to reduce the interest that's incurred and reduce the associated payment with that debt. So it's just about trying to actively reduce the money that's going out at a great rate and being able to sustain your lifestyle and be prepared and factor in the potential for additional rate rises going forwards. Okay, so what are the things to keep in mind when looking to save some money on your home loan? Yeah, so think about who you're going to. Think about the lender that you're going to use. If you're using a, a you know a high quality lender, you'll get a very good rate. If you go to a second or third tier lender, it'll be very difficult to try and get a lower interest rate, but that'll also then be impacted by the financial position that you or your broker are putting forward to the lender. Look at the break costs and associated fees. Understand where you're going to move. You know, we see ads on the TV all the time. Oh, I'll move from here to here and we'll give you $4,000 rebate yeah. per loan. Yeah. Now, if you've got three investment properties and you can catch $12,000 by changing banks, do the math and see if it's worth doing it. But also then, again, see if it is available to you and consider that because there are some very, very good incentives that are out there at the moment. Um, improve your loan-to-value ratio if you can. If it's a little bit high and you can get some money in to the to the strategy that you're putting forward or you can add another asset, um, try and get your loan-to-value ratio down because that will impact potentially the rate that you pay. Um, if you're self-employed, just accept that the bank will look at you as a terrorist <laughs> out of the gates. Right. That's their starting position until you prove otherwise. Mm -hmm. It's very different for self-employed people to a PAYG employee yeah. and the various things that they're going to want to be able to understand your business, the viability of your business, your cash flow, and what you're actually living on. Um, also then think about the objective of the asset. 
Am I going to hold it long term? Have I made a lot of money on it at the moment? Could I sell it at the moment and realize some really strong gains and use that to pay down other debts or take that sale proceed capital and buy another better quality property potentially in another structure? So look at your asset base and don't just think, well, I'll keep this because I've always had it. You've always got to bring it back and say, what have I got and what is it doing for me? And if you've got a number of properties and you're finding that this one's 250 negative, this one's 500, this one's 300, this one's 500, and all of a sudden your cash flow is starting to get eaten up, maybe one goes. Mm. Consider selling one to then reduce the debt on other assets so that you have three good quality properties, not four that that potentially put your cash flow under duress because that can then leak into your work, that can leak into your family, that can leak into a range of different things. And I can assure you, it's not worth it. It really isn't because happy spouses, happy kids, happy workplaces, you may not realise the way that the the, the, the duress of, of, of cash flow pressure you know, leaks into various parts of your life. And it, it really just, you can always buy another house. Mm-hmm. There'll always be another car. There'll always be another house. So, you know, don't don't worry about trying to hang on to something for the sake of it. Make a good decision for you and your family and, and be proactive. It's 12 minutes to five on 2CC. Luke Smith from Envision Financial is with us this afternoon talking about how people can get rid of their debts and improve their cash flow for 2023 and especially in the light of interest rates uh, looking likely to continue increasing this year. So, yes. Luke, what are, the, uh, what are the key things to remember when reducing debt? Yes, as we touched on before the ad break, um, be proactive and, and have a review of your loan situation if you have a mortgage on your home or you have one, two, three, five, ten investment properties uh, because if rates do continue to go up, um, you want the increases being applied to the lowest starting point possible. When you're thinking about the structure of your loan, consider moving from principal and interest to interest only if you can so that you have the ability to reduce your cash flow until we see where inflation settles, interest rates settle, the cost of lettuce settles and all the other fun things that we're paying through the nose for. It all starts to add up. So if you can go to interest only, that'll reduce the minimum amount that the bank takes on the loan that you have. Consider moving credit cards to interest only cards Um, and then try and actively pay something down over 6 to 12 months because you've bought yourself 12 months where you're not incurring 18, 19, 20%, which is advantageous. Because as we said earlier, trying to get in front of a 19% compounding interest rate on a credit card is near impossible. Um, Consider paying out car leases to reduce your outgoings in relation to cash flow or sell the car while the second-hand car market is still relatively strong. We're seeing that soften at the moment because delivery on new cars is is is, is failing more and more often. Yep. And the leases that were estimated when the car was ordered six to 12 months ago have gone from 4% to 8 or 9%. So that time lag we're seeing in new vehicles is starting to diminish. Unless you want a RAV4 hybrid, you get those in about eight years. <laughs> um Ask your mortgage broker if you can recast your home loan. So what that means is have the payment recalculated. Because if you borrowed a million dollars five years ago and you've been filling up your offset account, the payment that you make is calculated on that starting value of a million. Now, if you've got 500000 in your offset account, if you have your home loan recast or recalculated, whatever the term is that the broker uses, 
they will work out the payment on the outstanding 500. So that can significantly reduce your cash flow costs as well whilst remaining in the same loan. Now, the downside of that is you lose access to some of the money in the offset account, but you always need to look at something and say, what's my priority at the moment? Um, and last one, as we said before the outbreak, get a broker involved, get involved early. The earlier you get a professional involved when it comes to lending and putting a deal together, the better your financial situation looks. Whilst you may want to stick your head in the sand or you may want to say, no, I'm too proud to ask for help, I'm going to grind it out, you could actually be doing yourself a disservice by trying to do something too late in the game. So get in front of it, get some help, get a broker involved, they will take the legwork out of it and they'll know exactly where your deal will fit with an appropriate lender. Fantastic. And, of course, uh, you can get uh, uh, lots more information, Luke, just by asking for it. So how do people do that? Yeah, so 62604749. Give us a ring in the office. We've got envisionfinancial.com.au. We've got the podcast, The Strategy Stacker, on iTunes and Spotify. We've got Envision Financial Canberra on YouTube. We've got The Strategy Stacker on TikTok. And we now can release that, The Smart Money Strategy, Your Ultimate Guide to Financial Planning. The book will be out in March. Uh, you can pick that up in the ACT in Dimix, QBD, Harry Harthog, tell them that I sent you, uh, or you can pre-order at envisionfinancial.com.au forward slash smart money strategy book, and there's about a 15 or 20% saving on the release price um, if you get in early and order it now. So there's a little bit of something there for everybody. Sensational stuff. So are you going to uh, turn up at any of these bookstores and do personal signings for people that buy the book and you can put your autograph in the front of it? For the three, for the three old ladies that want me to do that at Dimmicks, no <laughs> All right, so it's called the Smart Money Strategy Book, and uh, it's uh, coming out very soon. March is mm. not that far away, so uh, you can put in your advance orders now online at that web address, or you can do that at Dimmicks QBD or Harry Harthog. Tell them that Luke sent you. There you go, and they'll increase the price. Probably, indeed. Luke, thanks very much. See you next week. Luke Smith from Envision Financial and uh, Luke will be back in the studio once again at the same time next Friday afternoon to talk all about finances once again.